This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. I took a poll of likely voters to find out who they're likely voting for in 2024. You'll never guess who won. <laughs> I mean... Actually, you probably will. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining me today, folks. Before I get into the story of my weekend, I had a fantastic weekend. I was hobnobbing with politic political celebs. I was I was kicking butt and taking names. I was out there with the youth of America, the conservative youth of America, molding young minds and and pushing them toward you know idealism and and away from propaganda. It was a very exciting weekend. Also, it was Father's Day. I uh, hope you had a good one. Uh, but before we get to any of that, I want you to uh, to remind you that you need to get your Trumpinator bobblehead. And I I guess I should be clear. I got an email from a woman that said, Mark, I was watching your podcast and I saw you um, tell people to text Mark to 70301. Text the word Mark to 70301 to get your own Trumpinator bobblehead. I said, that's exactly true. And she goes, well, I did that. And it took me to a page to buy one. And I said, right. If you text Mark to 70301, it'll take you to a page where you can purchase your own Trumpinator and have it mailed it to, mailed to you. And she goes, I thought it was you were just going to send me one for free. And then I reminded her, this is the United States of America, and I don't need no damn commies listening to this podcast. So if you're a commie and you just want stuff, you want stuff free, if you want handouts, you're in the wrong place. You can purchase your, this is a capitalist society, folks. I am a capitalist at heart. You can purchase your Trumpinator bobblehead by texting the word Mark or the name Mark to 70301. Ain't nothing free in this country. And if it is, it ain't worth nothing. Anyway, well, that's, that's, please, please take some time. To, I get there and they're really fantastic. I mean, they're really, it's my favorite little, it's my favorite little keepsake. Uh, Mark 70301. All right, listen, let's get to the show today. So before I get into the stories of what I did this weekend and how I tell you the tales of of um, of the teenage Republican or the Federation of Teenage Republicans um, and what happened at their at their little get together, I want to talk to you about John Fetterman because John Fetterman is, gosh, John Fetterman and, and Joe Biden doing a speech together. We joked about this during the campaign that it was going to be the longest speech ever. Well, it continues now that John Fetterman is a senator. And keep in mind, he's a senator uh, for six years. He's not even done with his first year. He got sworn in in January of 2023, which means John Fetterman will be in the Senate until January of 2029. 2029, if he makes it that long. Here he is um, appearing with Joe Biden talking about infrastructure, specifically the collapsed bridge at I-95 in Philadelphia. Listen to this. And now... I'm standing next to the president again, next to a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the governor 
and the, the, the delegation. That's dele- delegation. He said delegation, but he meant delegation. Doesn't want to. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but I just wanted to clear that up. To make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well, too. Yeah, quick, fast as well. <laughs> we want to make sure that we get this done quick and also fast, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that... By the way, the word, and again, I know I'm, I'm not supposed to interrupt. The word is infrastructure. But he said this is a president that's committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel uh, kind of a uh, law of the inflation uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. Okay, so he said infrastructure meaning infrastructure, and infration, which I believe means inflation, could mean infrastructure too. And then, of course, he called the delegation the delegation or something like that. Anyway, John Fetterman. Oh, also, fun fact, while he was speaking at this event, while he was with Joe Biden, while they were talking about infrastructure and delegations and inflationary, whatever it was, he was uh, standing next to Joe Biden, who was in his tri- you know traditional Joe Biden presidential suit, and um, John Fetterman was in his big hoodie. Big, ugly, gray hoodie, which at some point, someone's got to pull him aside and say, dude, but like you, you're going to be here till 2029. Get a suit, get a tie, wear it. It's your job. I mean, you know, some jobs have uniforms. If you're a waiter or if you work at a, uh, a restaurant, odds are they're going to tell you you need to wear a specific uniform. Maybe it's one of those. Maybe you work at TGI Fridays and you have to wear like suspenders with all the flair like in that movie, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe you work at a fancy restaurant. You have to dress all in black with an apron. You know, maybe um, maybe if you work at a uh, an airliner, you know, the pilots have uniforms. The, the flight attendants have uniforms. The gate crew have uniforms. If you're a senator, you got to wear a suit. You don't, doesn't, no specific, it doesn't have to be a specific color. You can have uh, a vibrant, you can show your personality with like a, a boisterous tie or maybe a tie clip. You know, if I were a senator, I would wear a tie. I wouldn't button my button all the way to the top. I'd be a little loose, you know, like uh, like I like it was after the wedding and I was cutting loose. That's that's kind of my look um, whenever I have to wear a tie. But John Fetterman, you know, even he just wears his hoodie when he's speaking with the president. Um, and it's uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't it by 2029. It's going to be a little annoying. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. at Sax.com, It's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Really, by the end of this year, I think, really, I'm annoyed by it already. Anywho, uh, so we'll get to that in just a little while. But first, let me tell you the story about what happened in Leesburg, Florida. I went to, I was invited by the uh, Florida Federation of Teenage Republicans to come and speak at their event. They had this amazing event at the Venetian Center in Leesburg. Uh, 300, 400 people were in attendance. And they had some pretty big names besides me. 
they had um, Roger Stone, who came and spoke after I did. It was very, he was dressed in a, speaking of suits, seersucker, perfect for the weather, perfect for Florida, really stands out, looks good, very Ben Matlock. Um, and of course, uh, General Michael Flynn was there. General Michael Flynn spoke over during the lunch hour, and then he went past the lunch hour into the post-lunch. He, he's a wordy guy. He could talk, and I kept... I, 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 he started off his speech. He had about an hour. And again, about an hour and 30 minutes into it, we're kind of looking at our watches. All the other speakers are like, you know, there's other speakers. We need to, we need to, you know, I'm looking at the stage manager. Like, can we wrap this thing up? And, um, and he would, and he would say something like someone would ask him a question about, you know, law enforcement. And he'd say something like, oh, I could go on all day about this. And I would like, I would gasp and be like, God, no, don't, don't. We got, I got to get home. Uh, anyway, but he was, he had some great information and some great stories. And the crowd really, uh, really loved it. But I, when I was there, I did, you know, I did my typical shtick. I told some jokes about uh, uh, Democrats, you know, I made some liberal uh, gaffes. People were loving it. I played some games, gave away some prizes. It was very fun. The, I had my shotgun plunger with me, which people, and that's always a crowd. If you're ever looking for a crowd pleasing um, item, just Google redneck plunger. And it looks like a shotgun. It makes noise as it plunges the toilet. It's uh, it, it's it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic prop for any kind of comedic performance that you um that you intend to perform. Anyway, so uh, right in the middle of it, I was talking to these teenage Republicans, and a lot of them weren't teenagers. A lot of them, again, it it's kind of a misnomer because the event was put on by this organization, the teenage Republicans, but it was open to everybody. And so there were a lot of older people there. And uh, and Laura Loomer showed up. Laura Loomer, you may remember, she ran for Congress and she didn't she didn't win. Uh, but uh, she's been a controversial figure in the Republican Party, depending on who you ask. But she was there and she was sitting at a table in the VIP section. She had a great view of me. And during my speech, I did an impromptu poll. You know, I asked some of the teenagers who's voting for the first time. And a lot of them, you know, raised their hands and clapped. And then I said, let's figure out who you're voting for. So I said, uh, I said, make some noise if you're voting for Chris Christie. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I held the microphone up so that it could catch the, cr the silence and the cr and the crickets and the little, you know, whatever. It was. We, you could really literally hear a pin drop. Um, and then and then I went on. Anyway, Laura Loomer started recording this and she played, uh, which was great because I wasn't recording myself. She uh, she posted this on her Twitter. Listen carefully. Here's how it went. Make some noise. If in the 2024 primary, you've decided you are going to be supporting Vice President Mike Pence. Glad they're not here. This would be embarrassing for them. How about Governor Ron DeSantis from the state of Florida? Anyone voting uh, for the return of President Donald Trump? Yeah, and then so there you go. So she panned the whole crowd and you could see the excitement, the excitement for Donald Trump. And this was great for two reasons, because number one, it's the same kind of energy that I saw from crowds during 2016 when I would go to Donald Trump rallies or when I would broadcast live or when we would talk at events. And uh, and the the energy now, gosh, 12 years later, 12, four, no, sorry, eight years later is still there. And it's even stronger in a lot of places. And even though you have another situation that's a primary situation, and even though you have these other candidates who are very popular and very capable, okay, very capable, okay, you have these other candidates 
uh, even though you have all of that, the excitement and the energy for Donald Trump is still there and it's still pretty magnanimous. That's the first really good thing. The second really good thing is that this set me up perfectly to go into my humorous story about sitting in the media section at a Trump rally, which always killed. By the way, you never want to sit in the media section at a Trump rally. It's not it's not the most friendly place, uh, friendly place in the world. So as we head into now the, um, you know, the July 4th celebration, as we head into the summer, you're starting to see the the uh, the media coverage of the other candidates. And if you go to the Drudge Report today, it's it's kind of laughable, actually. It's almost it's almost laughable. You have um, all the headlines on the Drudge Report are meant to show people or convince people that Donald Trump is not popular, that Donald Trump is not the right choice, that people want Donald Trump to leave and go away and never come back. And that's not the truth. They actually think all of those things about Joe Biden. Uh, here are the headlines on the Drudge Report today. Big picture of Bill Barr, who is Bill Barr. I mean, is Bill Barr the, the most famous guy they could get? Is that the. Is that the guy they're looking to take down Donald Trump? Bill Barr calls BS on Don, acting like child. That's the big headline on the Drudge Report. Up in the top corner, all the president's men, former Trump cabinet, lines up to condemn him. Also, this is not news. This has been going on. Bill Barr, John Bolton is the other one. They, what's his name? Kelly. Uh, th- these are the people they picked. We, they've been trying to condemn him for years. It hasn't happened. Republican opponents begin critiquing. Really? Are they? Have they just begun? I feel like they. a lot of them have been doing it for a while. Um, DeSantis, we need to restore sanity. Now, this is actually a missed opportunity because if I were Ron DeSantis, I would have branded this and I would have said, we need to restore sanity. I'm Ron DeSantis and I will do that. I will bring DeSanity to the White House. <laughs> DeSanity, that's what I would have done. But anyway, uh, then they start asking the questions and this is why you know that they're scared. This is the headline of all the biased headlines of all the one-sided headlines on the Drudge Report today. This is the one that you need to really pay attention to. It's a CBS News information article, and it says, can a president pardon himself? That's that shows you that Donald Trump is the front runner. And I mean, the polls show you that, but also this article, everybody now in the media is looking at the polls. Everybody on the left is looking at the polls. They're looking at Joe Biden. They're looking at his, his menagerie. They're looking at his health. They're looking at the um, the excitement around RFK Jr., who is, man, that guy's, that guy's got some momentum as well. They're looking at a possible third-party candidate that could cut into their base of voters, and they're panicking. And now they're thinking to themselves, oh, my God, Donald Trump could win. We know we're going to indict. We've already indicted him. We know we want to get him behind bars. If we can get this jury to find him guilty, can he pardon himself? We need to start looking at that. And so they've sent uh, NBC News to go out and start looking at whether or not Donald Trump can pardon himself. And that shows that they're panicking. That shows that they're concerned. They're concerned by the poll numbers in New Hampshire and Iowa. They're concerned by the poll numbers in South Carolina. They're concerned by the poll numbers nationally. Joe Biden loses to Donald Trump by six percentage points, according to a new poll. Joe Biden loses to Ron DeSantis by one or two percentage points, according to the same poll, which means Republicans are taking over the Democrat president in popularity, in, uh, in you know, belief that they could do the job. Uh, Joe Biden, every single day that he's walloped by China, every single day that he's embarrassed by Putin, every single day that inflation soars and gas prices go up and the border remains open, every single day that he goes out there and falls on a stage or, or, or messes up someone's name or says he's going to build a train 
a railroad underneath the ocean. Every single day that happens, more and more Democrats flee. Uh, they leave. They they say, we're not, we are done. We're abandoning you. There's no more support coming from us toward you. Every single day that happens, um, the Republicans get stronger and stronger. And right now, the strongest Republican candidate is Donald Trump. And as you can see uh, by what happened over the weekend and what's happening with the poll numbers, that um, that continues to grow and probably will. Now, the RFK Jr. situation is very interesting because people don't know this, but I mean, people know this. You may not know this. I know this. Here's why it's interesting. In Iowa in 2020, there was a debacle of a Democrat um, caucus. The Democrat caucus was supposed to go pretty clean cut. Everyone thought Joe Biden was going to win, or at least a lot of the Democrats wanted Joe Biden to win. But in the end, it came down to a, I guess it was, I guess they counted all the votes. They counted all the ballots. Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders were neck and neck. It was too close to call. There was no definitive winner. It was a debacle. The Democrats were so annoyed. They wanted somebody to get the delegates. It took them, they had to recount. They had to do this and that. It was the, a big mess. And of course, Joe Biden, their chosen candidate, didn't get, didn't get any votes. So they moved on to New Hampshire and elsewhere. Joe Biden kept losing. Uh, and it, the first 81 was South Carolina. Well, this time around, they didn't want to take any chances. They don't want Joe Biden to look like the big loser that he is. So they've decided, the Democrat National Committee decided, the first primary will be South Carolina. Forget you, Iowa. You screwed the pooch. Forget you, New Hampshire. You voted for the wrong guy. South Carolina, they did us right. They voted for our guy. James Clyburn went in there and he got all the votes Joe Biden needed. Joe Biden won. And we want him to look like a winner. So we're, we're jumping, we're moving the first primary to South Carolina. Well, guess what? New Hampshire and Iowa ain't too happy about that. And New Hampshire and Iowa don't work for the Democratic National Committee. So they've said, no, we are going to keep our contests where they are. We're going to make sure we're still first. And Joe Biden is not going to appear on the ballot in those states. Why? Because the DNC has decided they're not official primaries. The DNC has decided they're not going to, uh, they're not going to recognize those unsanctioned primaries because they're all in the bag for Joe Biden. They're going to do anything they can to manipulate the numbers to look like he's popular. So Joe Biden is going to lose, once again, the first two competitions. And RFK Jr. is probably going to win it. And if RFK Jr. wins the first two competitions, that's a lot of publicity and a lot of momentum for RFK Jr. Despite the fact that he's on the Joe Rogan podcast, despite the fact that he's very popular, despite the fact that his poll numbers are growing. And RFK Jr., I don't believe, is going to get out of this race and step aside for Joe Biden, who he has serious, serious disagreements with. And if you look at RFK Jr., and if you look at Donald Trump, they have more similar ideals and values and ideas for the future of America, and then RFK Jr. and Joe Biden do. So a third-party candidacy from a, uh, a left-leaning, very popular candidate with name recognition and a lot of support could be very detrimental to Joe Biden's campaign. Could be great, though, for Donald Trump, the Republicans, and, of course, America. More on that during the Marquee Show today, special Juneteenth edition. I mean, this is going to be a regular show. It's just... Just happens to be Juneteenth. And don't forget, celebrate Juneteenth by texting Mark to 70301 and getting your not free uh, Donald Trump Trumpinator bobblehead. He'll be back. He'll be back in 2024. Text Mark to 70. 70- 
1-800-242-8301. Join us for the Mark K Show, noon Eastern, 11 Central, and subscribe, follow, like, and share this podcast as often as you can because uh, we want to spread the word and we want, oh, and leave a review because don't forget tomorrow's Tuesday's Reviews Days, which means tomorrow we're going to read your reviews um, if you've left one. If you haven't left one, still got time. It ain't Tuesday yet. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for helping me. And thanks for, uh, thanks for you know, getting the information that you need, staying abreast of what's going on in this country so that we can, we can prepare, that we can plan, we can do whatever we need to do in 2024 to save the republic.